Red Barn Radio is brought to you with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, a catalyst for creating a progressive and innovating community inspired by the arts. From the horse capital of the world, Lexington, Kentucky, this is Red Barn Radio. Wherever in the world you're listening, we welcome you. Tonight, Red Barn Radio welcomes the 1937 Flood, West Virginia's most eclectic string band. Well, up the lazy river by the old mill run, later, later, river in the noonday sun, linger in the shade of a candle tree. Trouble, dream a dream with me Well, up a lazy river with a robin song Wake the brand new morning But we were rowing long You know, blue skies up above Everyone's in love Up a lazy river How happy we will be Up a lazy river I want to hear Joe again Hit it, Joe! Welcome Red Barn Radio's host, Arthur Hancock. Hello, folks. My name is Arthur Hancock, and I am the host of Red Barn Radio. Had a good week. Just got back from Nashville this morning, and I'm excited to welcome 1937 Flood to Red Barn Radio. This is y'all's second time. 1937 Flood is based in Huntington, West Virginia, and they are billed as West Virginia's most eclectic old-time string band. So we're going to get right to the music. Welcome to Red Barn Radio, and thanks for listening. Wait in the water, wait in the water, children, wait in the water, got 
gonna trouble the water, say, not gonna trouble the water. Get it, Joe? Here's Red Barn Radio's host, Arthur Hancock, speaking with the 1937 flood. Here's Arthur. We are here with the 1937 flood, and my name is Arthur Hancock, host of Red Barn. For those of you who can't see, we have in front of us in the Red Barn studio here a motley crew of West Virginia musicians. Back on the fiddle, we have Mr. Joe Dobbs on the harmonicas, and I say that plural because there is a suitcase full of them. We have Sam St. Clair on the vocals. We have Michelle Walker on the bass, Mr. Randy Hamilton on the auto harp and kazoo, Mr. Dave Payton on the guitar and vocals. The fearless leader, throwing all the solos around, keeping everyone in time, Mr. Charlie Bowen, and then on lead guitar and uh, mandolin, Mr. Doug Chafin. So thank you all for coming. Hey, man, thank you. Making your way down to to Lexington, Kentucky. Mm -hmm. This is your second time to Red Barn, right? Yes, absolutely. Could you just tell the Red Barn audience about your history? Because I know talking before the show, it sounded pretty interesting (laughs) how you got your name and how everything seemed to come together and stayed together for 40 years. 40 years. Yeah, the band um, uh, started in the uh, mid or early 70s, 1972, 73. It was, uh, and Joe Dobbs and Dave Payton and I and a a good friend in Mount Sterling, Kentucky, named uh, Roger Samples started the band. And over the years, there have been probably dozens of members, but Dave and Joe and I are still still at it. Huntington's a river town. It's on the Ohio River. And any, any river town from from Pittsburgh all the way down to Louisville, uh, knows about the 1937 flood. It was a, it was a life-changing uh, event for all the river towns. 
we always thought that uh, it, people still talk about it in Huntington 75 years later. So we, we got our name in Kentucky. We were at uh, Carter Caves one time, and uh, we were getting ready to be introduced. It was our first gig, I guess. And, and we said, wait a minute, we can't be introduced. We don't have a name. And, and Joe walked up, our fiddler walked up to the microphone and said, they call us the 1937 flood because back in Huntington, they're still talking about us. So, we'll walk right in, sit right down. Baby, let your head hang down. before your Carter Caves gig, picking just happening at jams around? Or? Well, Dave and I worked at the newspaper together. We both, um, I don't know, by daylight or by dark, we were, we were journalists. Both grew up in the folk music tradition and loved that. And, uh, Dave had been playing music with Roger before I came, and then Rog moved away, and Dave and I started playing. Then Rog came back, and we found Joe. Joe found us one time playing at a festival and decided, boy, those fellas could use some help. And so he started coming around. <laughs> so you have some Kentucky roots. Grew up in Ashland, actually. Uh, I'm a West Virginian, but we moved to Kentucky in 57, and uh, I grew up uh, going to schools in Ashland, went to it UK. It was a studded growth in Ashland. <laughs> <laughs> Joe always says, I wasn't born in West Virginia, but I got here as soon as I could. I kind of felt that way about Kentucky. Me. Why not take 
joined us? This is the music of the 1937 flood on Red Barn Radio. Celebrate the traditional music of Kentucky. Most of y'all have a, a lot of experience with music and writing, and uh, Joe is uh, the purveyor of a fine fiddle shop in West Virginia. Mm-hmm. And I was curious now how that's playing out after 40 years, if you're, you've sort of become a, an icon of uh, promoting your style of music. How, how's that working? We just play the music we enjoy, and if people like it, that's fine. It just kind of happens. <laughs> Yeah, no, really. The- none of this is planned. You can't plan a mess like that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we really kind of think of the tradition. People, every once in a while, will get confused and think that if you've got uh, mandolins and guitars and whatnot and fiddles, you must be a bluegrass band. Anybody listening to about three notes of us knows we're not. But there is a tradition that goes back a lot farther than bluegrass to the 20s and before that of the string bands. And we sort of think of ourselves in the tradition of those string bands that would come to the party and try to play what anybody wanted to hear, whether it was on the radio or an old fiddle tune. And I've always loved that tradition. I think that's the heart and soul of folk music, that people will take the tunes that are around them, whether it was tunes that Mother sang or songs you heard the Everly Brothers do, and and try to turn it into your music. And that's kind of the tradition of the flood, although we don't talk about it that much. We just do it. You just keep pushing tunes. <laughs> there was a guy named uh, Charlie Poole who played banjo um, uh, in North Carolina, and he actually had a West Virginia connection that we're proud of. His guitar player came from our part of the world in Beckley. He uh, traveled all through these parts. I'm sure he traveled down to Lexington and over to Louisville and all through uh, southern Ohio. He played all through here. My favorite story of Charlie Poole is that uh, he was traveling near us, near, uh, near South Point, Ironton area in Ohio. And he saw a sign up there. It was 1920s. Saw a sign up there that said, Charlie Poole tonight. And he looks at the guys in the band saying, we playing there tonight? And they said, no, Charlie, we're not. Charlie was sort of a mean guy. So they went to the concert. They didn't have anything else going on that night. And they watched this guy play everything they played. And so Charlie met him after the show and said, boy, that was really great. And they said, well, thank you very much. And he said, by the way, my name is Charlie Poole. And they all backed away. He says, no, we're not going to hurt you. We're just going to take the money. And he did. <laughs> 
just once in your life, a musician would like to have that opportunity. There's a song that we, we love. It, it has, uh, Charlie Poole did it, but it also has some interesting jazz roots. It comes from New Orleans. If you know anything about uh, jazz funerals, you know they play a song called Didn't He Ramble Till the Butcher Cut Him Down. Charlie must have heard that song because he made this song that went with the same idea. My mama raised three fine sons, Buster, Bill, and me. Buster was the black sheep of her little family. Mama tried to quit him of his rough and rowdy ways. Finally had to have the judge to give him 90 days. And then he rambled, he rambled, he rambled all the way around. In and out of town, and didn't he ramble? Lord, he rambled. He rambled till the butcher cut him down Well, he rambled into a swell hotel His appetite was stout and when he refused to pay the bill, the landlord throwed him out. Reached up quick to hit him whip, and when he went stop, well, the landlord hit him over a fence into a barrel of slop. And then he rambled, he rambled, he rambled all around, in and out of town. And then he rambled, Lord, he rambled, he rambled till the butcher cut him down. on the green and the gamblers there taught him a trick he had never seen watch this lost his golden jewelry damn near lost his life lost the car that carried him there and somebody stole his wife and didn't he ramble he rambled he rambled all the way around in out of town and didn't he ramble lord he rambled he rambled till the butcher cut him down Now, Doug, chafing on guitar, you've been recently playing with uh, J.P. Fraley, and if you're talking about uh, a master of old tunes, he'd be right up there with them. Who brings the tunes to the, to the uh, table, as they might say? Everybody. Michelle has brought tunes to the table as the, as the as we've wanted a chick singer for a long time. Now we got one. And uh, she's brought all kinds of interesting tunes. Dave has brought tunes from Aunt Jenny Wilson and that are in the West Virginia tradition. Joe's brought us hundreds of fiddle tunes. I mean, it's just, uh, they come from everywhere. Often, 
it depends on who's there. I mean, it's a big band and sometimes not everybody can make it. And so if Joe can't make it, we go to a different direction. If we've got somebody coming to sit in with us uh, who plays blues, that's where we go. So it really is in the tradition of those bands that would just say, what do you want to hear? And I love that tradition. Did you have a career, Charlie, before? No, not that you could speak of. No. I was in journalism. Uh, in music. Oh, in music. No, I, people in journalism all would, would say, of course my wife works to support my hobby of journalism. I've never been a professional musician. I, uh, I've never been a professional much of anything, I don't think. <laughs> by hearing it, it seems like most of you have found a way to make it uh, very successfully through life by doing the things that you love. Yeah. Yeah, we can't have Dave Payton uh, being reported as being on Red Barn Radio because we might get in some trouble. We sometimes appear with bags over our heads. It's just... <laughs> <laughs> Did you do that when you played with the Huntington Symphony Orchestra? Oh, you heard about that. <laughs> Yeah, we, we, uh, we actually were we invited. We only did that once. They never invited us back. <laughs> we got that a lot, actually. <laughs> they never will invite us back. <laughs> how yeah, how was that? We actually played with them. Uh, we were saying, we used to think we're a big string band. We saw you guys. You, you're a big string band. And we actually got them playing uh, kazoos, which was a pretty amazing moment in our, uh, in our uh, long career to actually have probably the best trained kazoo orchestra in America. <laughs> I had to teach the conductor how to play the kazoo. Yeah. I thought conductors played every instrument. Mm -hmm. I had to teach him how to play the kazoo. Is the kazoo a traditional uh, orchestral instrument? Doesn't make any difference. He's, <laughs> supposed, he to learn, he's supposed to know everything. He is now. We call it West Virginia saxophone. Yeah. <laughs> Although we're beginning to find out more about it all the time. It actually comes from Africa. A little song for the economic time. Sonny Terry and Brown and McGee. Well, if you lose your money, please don't lose your mind. Well, if you lose your money, please don't lose your mind. Well, if you lose your baby, please don't fool with mine. Get up. sunshine from the skies above I'm a fool for my baby fool about the one I love Hey Sam, you back there, boy? Play a flip, boy Woo, look at that back flip You're gonna hurt him, too
your money, please don't lose your mind. No, no. I say don't lose your money, please don't lose your mind. No, no. Well, if you lose your baby, please don't lose with mine. That's it, boys.
Coming up, more Red Barn Radio and more from the 1937 flood. Recorded live from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. For more information on our guest performers, we're on the web at redbarnradio.com. We'll be back after this break. This is Red Barn Radio. Welcome back. Join us now for more Red Barn Radio, all recorded live. This week, from the Performance Hall at Arts Place in Lexington, Kentucky. This time, it's the 1937 Flood. Got Sam St. Clair on the harps, yeah. and uh, are, are you from Huntington as well? Original, yes, born and raised. Born and raised. I heard 
a, a tall tale that you had done some world traveling. Word's out. The word is out. I like to go. I'm gypsy at heart, so raised by gypsies and just like to see it all. Point me in the right direction. I'll go. I came all the way to Kentucky. <laughs> I can go place. <laughs> an hour and a half drive. Do you take your harps along Downhill. with you? Only for protection. Only for protection. <laughs> Been down Paraguay, a, a country where the, you would never think, but it's famous for its standing harps. And I played with harp players in the streets and crazy stuff like that. I mean, you just, you got to transport yourself, take your music with you. Well, yeah, one of the things we tell people is that, uh, when, particularly about the jug band music, we'd be playing at a, at a thing in a couple of weeks, uh, uh, a gathering of old jazz fans and jazz players who play the music of the 20s and 30s, and they always have us come and play for them and play the jug band tunes. And when it comes from the same roots as their music, what we always tell people is that jug band was poor, poor boy jazz, that uh, people in the 20s and 30s who lived in the river towns would hear the riverboats go by with their Dixieland bands and they'd imitate it with the instruments they had and out came jug band. It's all a kind of a, a folk jazz. And so, yeah, we've always been interested in music at the river. It seems that there's kind of a revival taking place among the, the young folks especially. Uh, I was in New Orleans a couple weeks ago and there were jug bands all over the place. Yeah. They were those old, those old uh, washtub basses. And, uh, yeah, unlike jazz, which came up the river, apparently, or maybe, well, it depends on who you talk to, but it, it's generally a thought that it came up the river from New Orleans. Uh, jug band music actually started on the Ohio and went down to Memphis. And so it actually was, is, is very much associated with the mountain music. Of the, uh, when, when mountain boys got to the city, that's what they ended up playing. Cut some other things, too, but it was mainly, uh, in music, it was mainly jug band. Dave, uh, about the auto harp, because it's such an interesting instrument and it's an uh, important instrument in the history of Appalachian music. I fell in love first with Mother Maybell uh, in the 60s. You know, Mother Maybell played the guitar with the Carter family, but then when the Carter family broke up, she took the auto harp from Sarah and said, I can do better than Sarah. And she did, a lot better than Sarah. And the first time I heard Mother Maybell play uh, the auto harp in the 60s, I fell in love with her and the auto harp. And after that, uh, first thing I did was march into my wife and said, when I die, I want to be buried next to Mother Maybell. <laughs> That's it. Basically, it's through Mother Maybell. And I, I, I play no other instrument. I've played this instrument for 45 years, and I don't play, play anything else. Yeah. Play the kazoo, right. But, uh, but I don't play any guitar or anything else. I think that... Uh, and the reason is, so few people play the auto harp. They can't compare me to anybody. That's true. So, You're good. That's true. That's maybe, true. maybe not. Who knows? <laughs> <laughs>
what would be the story of that particular instrument then, since nobody else seems to have one around here? This is just a typical uh, uh, auto harp that I bought off the rack, and it happens to be a good one. And uh, fortunately, you know, auto harps are like guitars. Some of them are good and some of them are bad. This one happens to be a good one. And uh, I have four or five at home, but this is the best one. It's the best one. You got lucky. Yeah, exactly. I have seen rain on a cloudless day I have seen snow that fell in May Some things are always meant to change And there ain't no ash will burn Love is a precious thing, I know Burns just like West Virginia but when the fire goes out, it's cold and there ain't no ash will burn. Get it done. Michelle is bringing some jazzy Classy. class wow. to the band. For those of you who can't see at home, we these have guys a, are so good to me. I, they they uh, let me come to their jam sessions on Wednesday nights, and uh, they discovered how much I just love to sing, and they invited me to come along. The first time I performed with them in public was at a festival called Snowshoe Institute, and um, gosh, I haven't let them 
get rid of me yet. Uh, the music when I was a kid, I, I got to hear all those great standards, um, Blue Moon, All of Me, you know, Patsy Cline, all this great music. And I always loved to sing uh, church choirs, school choirs, and uh, being with the band just really feeds that part of me that, I don't know, just makes me come alive. So. It's a lot of fun. So you've worked in radio as well, something that we were interested in talking about. I did. Um, coming up through school, I was at uh, Marshall University in Huntington. Thought I was going to be a singer, but uh, the jazz program, the teachers left to go to Austin, Texas the uh, summer before my freshman year. And so they didn't have the jazz pop curriculum. And I tried the classical vocal performance, and it didn't work for me. <laughs> So then I tried theater one semester and then into communications and was in radio broadcasting, commercial radio for 10 years and public broadcasting for 10 years. And that's where I met Joe Dobbs. He was uh, doing a show called Music from the Mountains. He did that show for 25 years. And that's where the invitation originally came to come and sit in with the band. Thanks, Joe. Appreciate that. I go out walking after midnight Out in the moonlight Just like we used to do I'm always walking after midnight Searching for you I walk for miles along the highway Well, it's just my way of saying I love you I'm always walking after midnight Searching for you Somewhere I'm walking after midnight, searching for me. If you've just joined us, you're listening to the 1937 Flood on Red Barn Radio. incredible medium. Uh, it's so intimate. And if you aren't seeing the band via the computer or internet feed, you might want to get one of those CDs. The most recent one has our pictures on the inside of the CD jewel case. So. Speaking, speaking of radio, whose idea was it for us to dress in a tuxedo? I know. 
Every single one Black of the tie. members is dressed up in tuxedos. <laughs> but you know, radio, yeah, it's, it's such an intimate medium. And it really, that's how communication, you know, before TV, what was it? People gathered around their radios and made that date night and listened to those shows and really had a connectivity. And so I'm glad to see that seems not to be lost yet. It's not lost just yet. We're trying to keep it going on Red Barn. Yeah. This here song is called um, Dead Cats on the Line, which we, before PETA calls in, um, well, they might still anyway, but it, the cat refers to a catfish. I don't know that that makes much difference. Certainly doesn't to the catfish. Well, Chicago women running hand in hand, run around with somebody's man. There's, There's a dead, dead cat on the line. There's a dead cat on the line. I ain't lying. There's a dead cat on the line. There's a dead cat on the line. 
And then skipping back over to Randy Hamilton on the bass, I noticed you were playing a fretless bass. Yep, I, I like the upright sound, which is kind of what I go for on the on the bass. And yes, it is fretless. I've uh, I really like that instrument. It's a beautiful instrument. What kind of instrument is that? Uh, this is a Michael Kelly. They call it a dragonfly. It's got the uh, uh, inlay of a dragonfly in the neck. It's beautiful. And thanks for playing. It sounds great. How how uh, did you join the crew? Well, I've known these, these fine people for, oh gosh, probably seven or eight years. Uh, I would get together every now and then with them, uh, play a little music, jam around. Uh, they had kind of an open jam session going, uh, rehearsal slash rehearsal on Wednesday nights. And I would come in and play with them a little bit and got to know them, a great bunch of people. And uh, just probably, what, five months ago or so, mm -hmm. they made me an official uh, member of the flood. He wouldn't leave. Yeah. Yeah. He couldn't get rid of him. We figured, well, let's so give him a hat and a shirt. He's a member of the band. <laughs> we say about the flood, it's easier to get into than it is to get out of. <clears throat> Fly me to the moon and let me play among the stars. Let me see what spring is like on Jupiter and Mars. In other words, Hold my hand In other words Baby, kiss me Fill my heart with song And let me sing forevermore You are all I long for All I worship and adore In other words Kiss me, 
to thank uh, all of y'all for joining us for coming over from Huntington. Uh, it's been a pleasure. Again, the 1937 flood for being with us. I'd like to thank everyone in our studio audience and for those listening online. We thank all of you supporting the Red Barn Mission here in the studio and on the radio, as I said. So with that, another week in the bag. Thanks for listening to Red Barn Radio. I'm Arthur Hancock, your host, and thanks for listening. Ready to sing? Mostly. said she wanted to roll. I took her by the hand and then she said, hold on, you gotta pay. Well, you know what I mean. Said you might get something, but there ain't no free. Now the big boy said, hey, look at this. The next thing you know, well, he had three kids he had to pay. You know what I mean Said the boy got something But there ain't no free Well it might be credit Credit It might just be barter Barter They're gonna find a way To make you pay Pay, 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 pay Now another boy said Saw him at the clinic Running them tests he had to pay Down at the clinic Well, you know what I mean With Sam Said the boy got something But there ain't no free
Red Barn Radio would like to thank our guests, Joe, Dave, Charlie, Doug, Sam, and Michelle, the members of the 1937 Flood. Red Barn Radio was recorded live from our home, the Performance Hall at Arts Place here in the heart of the bluegrass, the great city of Lexington, Kentucky. Thanks also to LexArts CEO Jim Clark for his support of all of our broadcast recordings. Red Barn Radio's executive producer is Ed Commons, who also directs our show. Red Barn Radio's host is Arthur Hancock IV. Dave Kelleher is our location manager. We also thank our local partner, Willie's Locally Known, providing great barbecue for our volunteers and some of our studio guests. Willie's Locally Known, a barbecue and bluegrass establishment here in Lexington. We also thank our volunteers, especially Linda and Glenn Dawson, Lynn Hacker for her help with our social media, and Five Crew Communications' Shane Atchison for media relations. You can attend a Red Barn Radio concert in person. For performance dates and times, we're on the web at redbarnradio.com. You'll find Red Barn Radio on MySpace, and you can become a fan on Facebook. The Red Barn Radio Playout theme was written and performed by the Downtown County Band. The full version of this song can be heard on their CD release under the title Monterey Blues. Thanks so much for listening. We'll be here again on this station next week at the same time with the traditional music of Kentucky. I'm the voice of Red Barn Radio, Tom Brown. Red Barn Radio has been brought to you with the financial support of LexArts, Lexington, Kentucky's Arts Council, a catalyst for creating a progressive and innovating community inspired by the arts. Red Barn Radio is a production of Red Barn Radio, LLC. (laughs) 